Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Super Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Scott Councilman. And I'm Angelica. That's the other one, the other half. And uh, we're counting down the days still. So, mm-hmm. October 31st is the big day. Yep. In case you don't know what the big day is, we are getting married. What? what? <laughs> All right. So today, this is episode three. We're going to talk about why network marketing and why we chose it. Um, but also for you to give you some reasons out there why you should choose network marketing as well. Mm-hmm. So why should they choose network marketing? Well, I think one of the biggest reasons that we chose to take this route for another source of income is the flexibility. You know, we both have pretty demanding jobs and having a second job that we have to go to is not really something that's feasible, let alone something we actually want to do. So the flexibility in network marketing was one of the biggest draws we had. Yeah, and we're talking about uh, this, I'll just going back to where she was talking about having the second job. Um, the reason being is that you could do that for a little while. You can have full-time, then spend time with your part-time job. But as soon as you stop with your part-time job, that income stops with it. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're no longer getting that. You only have so much time to give in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to think smart and um, work hard and think smart, too. Um, and combine those two together, and you'll, have, you'll yield big results. So that's what we're talking about. The second job is just not uh, – it's not – it's not very wise to spend your time that way. Yeah, and I think most of us don't want to spend our time doing that. You know, we'd rather be spending time with family and friends and doing the things that we want to do outside of our full-time jobs, not going to another job. Yeah, and this goes right into with the flexibility is that it's online-based. Most of these companies are online-based. I know it's our, ours is. Mm-hmm. And so we can run everything through our cell phone, through our laptop. You can carry that with you. I mean, um, Angelica... Uh, can take her laptop from North Carolina all the way down to Florida and yep. whenever she goes to visit her family. And, uh, you know, that's just something else to look at, too, that you can bring work with you and literally work when you want to. Yep. Uh, and also having that flexibility and control over the number of hours that we put into our business. You know, there's some weeks where we may only get a couple of hours here and there, and then there's other weeks where you know, we have a lot more time that we can devote to that and we can put in, you know, maybe 10 or 15 or 20 hours, however many we feel like doing. Yeah, because obviously this is going to be your business. So this is, mm-hmm. you're not run, nobody's over you and trying to uh, say, hey, you got to be here from, you know, eight to five. Mm-hmm. No, you literally go out there and work the times that you can. So you can literally go as fast or as slow as you want to, yep. um, which is the beauty of this thing. Um, I know that some people uh, will get out there and they'll they'll get started into a business like this and they'll they'll kind of fail at it for a little while um, and then they'll blame others for it. But the, the simply put, it's really just about what you put in and you'll get back out. Mm-hmm. Um, and with any business, uh, traditional or non-traditional, you're going to see those ups and downs. That's just that's just part of business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the online base is something to definitely look into. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you can carry that work with you and have that peace of mind of putting in uh, five hours here, or a couple hours here, a couple hours here. Um, but the most you really need is between five to 20. That's a good work week in network marketing. Yeah. Uh, I think another thing that was exciting for us, too, is uh, specifically with the company we work with, is that 
they're global. So we can have Mm -hmm. business partnerships and work with people, not just all over the country, but in, or yeah, all over the country in the U (laughs) S but also in a hundred plus other countries around the world. So we're not just limited to our immediate area. Uh, For example, right now we're in a very small town uh, on the Eastern side of North Carolina, and there's not a huge population of people, let alone, you know, people our age and people that are super ambitious and driven. So we have that ability to go out into, you know, other areas around the country and around the world to work with people who are looking for another source of income. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's that's the beauty about it. You want a company that can go global um, because if you have bigger ambitions outside of the uh, U.S. and you want to do that, then by all means, go for it. You don't have to. You're not limited to that. Um, but if you certainly want to, you can. You have that mm-hmm. option, which is beautiful, especially with creating customers and business mm-hmm. partners. Uh, that's that's something that you want to look for is that that um, having that global um, asset. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are a lot of different. Uh, business models and avenues that you can take when it comes to creating secondary and tertiary forms of income. Um, But there are a lot of advantages to the network marketing industry over some of those other business models. Yeah, so first of all, first first of all, yeah, got a little tongue tied there. Um, was actually you have a low startup cost. Mm-hmm. Um, most of these come from fifty to maybe about a thousand. I'm not sure about all of them, um, but the majority stay within fifty to five hundred uh, mm-hmm. for a startup, um, which is really neat to start up a business that low, especially coming from um, more of a, a chiropractic background and you know mm-hmm. having that traditional business. It takes a lot to get that up and running before you even have patients or customers walking in through the front door. Didn't you kind of price out what it might cost you just to open a very small facility? Uh, a very small facility would probably be about ten grand. That's small. That's just and that's a, really good compared to yeah. dental uh, and or optometrist. Mm-hmm. They have to shovel out probably at least a hundred thousand. Yeah, um, just to turn your open sign around. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, very low uh, costs because you don't have a brick and mortar, brick and mortar building. Mm-hmm. And you know, we looked at doing some real estate investment as well. Um, we eventually want to go that route, but just to you know get a, buy a house or a duplex or something like that is going to cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then you know who knows what kind of uh, money we might have to put in there to renovate, and then you know, wait for people to rent it out. And then we still have to wait, you know, quite a quite a while to get our return on that investment. So. Yeah, and then you'll have tenants that stay there. And the these tenants here, um, they might be good. Some might not be good. Maybe <laughs> some of you guys listening, um, if you ever tore up a house, especially a college town or something like that. Um, so you, you, you risk that too, and you have to spend mm-hmm. money back into repairing the house or certain laws and rules and regulations around that. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of money being invested um, in just a short amount of time before you can probably even make that first buck. Yeah. And then I know with uh, tr- like traditional franchises, uh, I know McDonald's, for example, it's a $2 million uh, sign-up fee, yeah. right? Yep. And a seven-year waiting list just to be considered to own a McDonald's and 
I'm sure there are plenty of other franchises that are a little bit less, but you're still looking at thousands and thousands of dollars as opposed to a couple hundred bucks for, you know, getting started in business. Yeah. And the, the beauty of this, too, is that you don't need the experience. Um, mm-hmm. You don't need that experience because what, we'll, what most should bring behind them, and I know that we do uh, at the table, is you actually bring a team of partners with us. Um, and that's something that you want to look for when especially going out and trying to find a network marketing group is that you want that team behind them uh, who are successful and these are these are all different backgrounds you got uh couples um that don't have kids just fur babies some couples who don't have anything um they got individuals but then you got couples who have like five or twelve kids some one kids i mean they it's all different backgrounds from car wash managing to doctors Mm -hmm. Um, and they all have made this business successful and why wouldn't you want to learn from people who've already paved the way for you they've already walked through the landmines all you have to do is literally follow it footstep for footstep yeah Uh, and you know along with that not just having the mentorship show you the way but we also have a training system so Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to McDonald's again just because they probably are the most well-known and successful franchise that most people are familiar with especially around the world yeah Uh, McDonald's has a training system they have Hamburger University and if you want to own a McDonald's you go to Hamburger University and you learn exactly what to do to have a successful franchise and you know we do the same thing with our business we have a training system that shows you exactly what the people who have gone before you have done and have had created or have created success with that so that you're not you know trying to start from scratch from ground zero trying to figure out how to make this happen um, but again you also don't have the two million dollar investment right <laughs> like and McDonald's would have exactly and and the success that we're talking about is that most of these people have created um, uh, ongoing flow of income from month to month mm-hmm. um, that has eventually worked themselves or one person at least out of the job and then eventually two. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way all they get to do is just manage the team and grow the business um, five to 20 hours a week and not that grueling 40 and or plus, especially if you're salary base. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that way you ha- you have that uh, that team behind you and uh, to push you and to guide you because, like I said, they've already been through it. So why wouldn't you just copy them? Yep. I mean, you did it in math in high school, so why wouldn't you do it here? <laughs> well, maybe she didn't, but I know I did. Oh, I yeah, math is not my strong suit. So, <laughs> um, but here I do want to caution you that not every uh, network marketing business has a training system. Mm -hmm. Not every network marketing business has like a mentorship program where you're actually working hand in hand with somebody who's gonna, you know, work to help you succeed. So if this is something that you're considering, make sure that you're evaluating any business opportunity to see if they have a training system in place, if they have that you know, mentorship where you're actually receiving training from somebody who has success in the business. They're not just saying, great, sign up here, see you later, and you never talk to them again, and you're just kind of left wondering like, okay, well, I've never done this before, how do I do this? And that's what happens to a lot of people, and they end up just quitting or, you know, 
being just, sour about it because yep. no one showed them how to have success in this. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and we're gonna have a episode just for like questions to ask. Mm-hmm. That, what you should be looking out for um, if you're considering going this route. Um, so we'll have that episode out for you soon. So we'll go more. We'll dive into depth about that. But this is one of the first things is you know make sure they have that training and that yep. mentorship because you don't want to be left out to dry. I mean, you could do it. Plenty of people have. Um, but it's going to take a special kind of person because you, mm-hmm. it, on those down days, you need somebody to kind of just pick you up. And the whole thing is, is that you want to be a business partner and you want to help train uh, the person uh, or the couple. And then eventually, once they get it down, you, you become friends. Yeah. Because you work so closely together and they've already got the business down now. They no longer need, they don't know, they do need training, but at a different level. And we'll, mm-hmm. that's a different topic on its own. But, at, at a certain point, you can start graduating from a business partner to more of a, a friendship, um, and, and you're still friends during that time. But you know, there's some guidance there because some they're looking to a mentor to guide them along and be successful. Yeah. So, and it doesn't happen overnight. Um, anybody that tells you that these things happen overnight, run. Lying. Yes, yeah. run. Um, but what I will say is that um, there are blueprints out there to get it done within two to five years. Uh, which sounds a whole lot better than four to 50 years. Why don't you tell them what a blueprint for two to five years actually means? What are they accomplishing in that time frame? So in the two to five year uh, plan, what you're trying to accomplish is generally you're trying to get out of your job and replace your full-time income within two years. And then hopefully within between the two to five years, if you have somebody else with you, is to get them out of the job. Now, some people can do it with just the two-year plan. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen people... People have blown this thing out of the water. Um, mm-hmm. But generally speaking, two to five year plan will get you, will replace your full time income in your spare time. And you can mm-hmm. say sayonara to your full time <laughs> job. And that's what we mean. And uh, I, know, <laughs> I know there's probably somebody like, well, Scott and Angelica, I, I, love, I love my full time job. And uh, I'm going to stop you right there. And I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to think seriously is that if you, do you look, first of all, do you look more, to a Monday or a Friday, and then second of all, if they stop paying you, would you still go? Now, if you really love your job, you're gonna keep going. But if you don't, yeah, you know, because uh, you wouldn't. I you think, got bills to pay. Yeah, and I think <laughs> most people, when they say they love their job, are lying yes. to themselves. And to others, because You'll let's face it, out. you spend the majority of your life in a job. So if you tell yourself that you love it, it kind of feels less painful, right? Yeah, <laughs> it really does. And that doesn't mean that, you know, every single job is terrible and horrible and you should hate it because, you know, the my, my full-time job, I'm very lucky that I have such an incredible company and an incredible team and like, mm-hmm. Everyone I work with is awesome, but that doesn't mean that I want to spend the next 40 years working, you know, 10, 12, 15 hour days sometimes doing that. You know, I would rather spend my time with my family, with my friends, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing more to uh, or investing more time into like the nonprofit that I'm working with helping them achieve, you know, the really important goals that they have for our community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was talking to a friend the other night. I'm like, 
I don't know if you're religious or not, but we were saying that, you know, God could not have put us on this earth to sit at a desk for 40 plus hours a week. You know, we have to have a greater purpose for being here and being alive than sitting at a desk. And I know most of you have that desire and that that burning passion to do something else because you're going through the the day-to-day, and we've been there. I know how you feel, Um, and this is the opportunity to get involved and do something and work yourself out of it, and the process, help other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're helping others do the same thing. Um, It's literally people helping people, and Mm -hmm. that is a great thing. And I mean, I love my job. You know, I love that um, I get to help patients out and feel good, you know, um, with aches and pains in their body. Um, but at the same time, there's only so much um, that I can do. And my body hurts just about daily, just from bending over a table all day. Um, so you know, these are things you need to think of. Um, how long can you do this for? And um, and like I, like I said, I don't know if you're religious or not, but I don't think we were created to just sit behind and do nothing. Um, I think there's more to you, and I think there's more for us to go out there and do and we're required to do it. If you're introduced to this, I think you're obligated to try and pursue it with the best of your ability. Um, and, yeah, got, got a little bit on a, a tangent there, but, but you, you see my point um, because you just don't want to be – stuck at, at a job all day. I'm not saying that jobs are bad. I think they're great. You know, they, um, they feed into the economy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it could be a bridge to something better. Mm-hmm. And it pays the bills while you're doing something on your own. I mean, this is uh, America and you should be pursuing your own business. I mean, this is where you get to have pretty much a free enterprise. So you should be taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that is that little... Um, another thing though like I said about the team so make sure you have the team but the model um, for most of them is simple but it's not easy and when I say simple is that an 8 year old could accomplish this and what I mean is that all you really gotta do is talk to people Mm -hmm. yep but for some reason, that's that's a big but issue. It's not easy because you have to talk to people. <laughs> you have to talk to people. <laughs> uh, I know that's one thing that I struggled with a lot when I first get start got started, and still kind of struggle with uh, nowadays. But um, you know, talking to complete strangers is not everyone's cup of tea, and it can be really difficult to put yourself out of your comfort zone and you know, strike up conversations or talk about things or even just to have that confidence like, yes, I I have this business and this is what I do and I think that it's great and you should, you know, check it out because, you know, people can be negative and you're definitely going to get no's, you're definitely going to get weird reactions, you're going to get rude reactions at times um, because it is a very different avenue than most people take in society today. So you just have to, you know, build up that tough skin um, to handle those things while still continuing to like go out and shake some hands or start a conversation with somebody. Uh, And that's not always, you know, super easy for everyone. What is it our mentor says? uh, Most people nowadays have a thin skin, hard heart. Yep. And what you want is that thick skin to be able to handle those rejections, but a soft heart. because what you're trying to do is be relatable to people and you know it's not for everybody and people will look at you weird because it's a different it's a different business model mm-hmm. 
And most people look at it like, oh, that's not the way we're taught. Well, yeah, because you're taught by employees who teach. So you're, you're taught by other employees to have to be an employee and not a business owner or entrepreneur mindset. Yeah. Um, so, and that's that's the way they, they get you in the school system. Um, but like I said, this is, I mean, it's very simple because literally yesterday, this happened yesterday, Angelica out, out riding bikes and uh, I mean, she couldn't be four or five, I don't know. Yeah. Like four or five riding <laughs> by, hey, I like your bike. You know, just, <laughs> just yelled it out, just talking, just, I mean, just chatting with us. Yeah. The, the, she uh, the entire bike ride. ran running. next to us, telling yeah. us about her shoes and how she likes to run and how her dad is slow because he wasn't running. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but that's, that's the thing, like children can, and they do it all the time. If you just, if you have a kid, just, you, you know, you, you can watch them and just see like they can become sociable, yeah. little social butterflies, everybody. They will talk anyone's ear off. Yep. Uh, but as we get adults, uh, we get programmed to not talk to anybody or even through teenage years, you know, stranger danger, which is a good rule of thumb, but at the same time, it can be pushed to limits to where nobody mm-hmm. talks to anybody. Yeah. Um, so, but like I said, that, that's the, that's the part that's simple, but it, it's not easy because you have to get outside of your comfort zone as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's where the growth happens. So, all right. And, uh, another thing that this business provides is, uh, more time. And would you like to elaborate a little bit more on the more time part? I know we kind of went yeah. over some of this, but so okay. uh, obviously, obviously, we talked about you know our personal goals are to replace our full time incomes, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people that is their their ultimate goal is to replace their full time income so that they can you know stay home with their kids, be home with their families, what you know do what they want to do with their lives, mm-hmm. um, and not every opportunity is going to give you that more time back in your life. And I know that with a full-time job, you know, obviously you're expected to work until you're 63, 65 is retirement age. 65, but... And then hopefully you can actually retire and be home and do what you want to do. But most most of the people are going out and getting... Part-time. Part-time jobs mm-hmm. after that because Social Security isn't enough for them to actually live off of. So, And most of these people will tell you, if you talk to them and you get to really know um, some of these older folks, most of them will tell you that I wish I had done more with my time. Mm-hmm. They will tell you that. I wish I took this risk here. Um, and and that's, the, that's the thing because I see older patients all the time and you know they're on Medicare, so obviously they're past 65 at this, at this point, and they are just... They're still working. Yeah. They're still working. Uh, part-time, full-time, whatever it may be. They're mm-hmm. still working. Um, so my thing is, once you provide something, you know, work a little bit, like work hard now, that two to five year, even if it takes you eight to 10, that you're still cutting that 30 to 50 years off. Yep. Um, and be free and do what you want to do and travel. Um, I, I will tell you this. if you If you don't spend time chasing your dreams you're going to be pursuing somebody else's and most likely your boss and so that's something that you need to take uh, with you and i would even venture to say that it's not even for most people it's not even their boss's dream it's like their boss's 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 to some point that you can't even (laughs) fathom like how many of us even know you know who who is the benefactor of the company that you work for who's actually making that 
that money that they don't have to like go sit in the office. They're sitting on the beach or out playing with their grandkids or doing whatever they want to do with their lives while everyone else working under them is sitting at their cubicle. Yep. So. And that, that's another thing too, is that if you think about it, because a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to spend the money. Well, here's the thing. Think about it this way. Um, because you'll spend time with people that you don't care about. Um, because we've all done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you'll <laughs> and you listen. don't get that back. <laughs> no, you don't get, and that's the, that's, she made the point. You don't get time back, but you can get money back. Yep. You can always get money back, um, but you can never get time back. Once it's gone, it's gone. You can't mm-hmm. can go back in the past and grab it back. Um, so why wouldn't you give it your absolute all now? Um, even if, I mean, we're talking about, when we talked about the startup, and that's low cost there. That's not even, that's essentially no risk. Yeah. I mean, uh, for example, our startup cost was about 200 bucks. Yeah. And we made that back within one or two months. So for mo- the majority of people, if you're following the system that has been laid out mm-hmm. by the team, you're going to recoup that in- initial investment very, very quickly. Yep. Um, so, like I said, this is just more time to do the things that you want to do as a person travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, spend time with friends, family, uh, mm-hmm. with the team, building your business. Um, another thing you get is more options and choices. Um, why wouldn't you want to pay cash for a car? Yeah. Instead of just putting a down payment on it. Mm-hmm. Why? And I know a lot of people are thinking, you know, you're being a little materialistic, but here's the thing. Am I being materialistic or are you if your gas pump goes out and you got to wait for about four days on a gas pump? Okay, I can I can actually go out and we can take another car because mm-hmm. we have that ability to do so. Yeah, and we can put our time into somebody else because um, the only way you're gonna be able to to help others out is with either with more time or more money. Yeah, time or money. That's the only way you can help others out. Um, and you gotta be you, if you don't have the time, then you better have the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most people don't have either. Yep. Um, but it's provided more choices for yeah. us um, and obviously our mentors as well, you know, um, down the road, you know, more traveling, um, mm-hmm. the schools that you, they get to choose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like some of our mentors, you know, they didn't have to tell their kids, oh, you can't go to your, you know, your number one school that you've been dreaming of because we can't afford it. You know, they were able to send their kids to the school that they wanted to go to or, you know, I know for us, when we go on our honeymoon, we don't want to be in the back of the airplane sitting near the bathrooms for what, however long the flight is to Ireland, 12 hours. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't want to be crammed back there near the bathroom, like miserable for that many hours. We want to sit first class. We want it to be an enjoyable experience. We want to you know, have fun. We want to stay wherever we want to stay. We want to stay how long we want to stay. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be limited to, oh, we can only stay in these like hostels or like these crappy, you know, low cost hotels. And we can only go for three days because that's all we can afford. Right. You know, we want to be able to have those options to do what we want to do and make those memories. Because if you can't have experiences in your life, then you really have nothing. Yeah, and that, that, that's also uh, another thing is um, these don't have to be your goals and dreams. If mm-hmm. you if you don't want to keep any of it, you can give it all away. Yeah. So you don't have to be um, you don't have to have that. 
these are the things that you want to do. If you just want to give it all to uh, a charity that you like, you can. Um, you know, it's completely based on what you want to do and what you want to do yeah. with your time. Um, we just like to, we like, we want to live comfortably. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, stability, financial stability, independence. But we also want to do a lot for um, a lot of the charities that we believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also want to invest in other people who uh, come as our, uh, as our business partners and help them get to and reach their goals. And there's nothing more satisfying than seeing these uh, faces light up. Yeah, um, and, definitely. And also with, um, with the charities and they light up and they're so appreciative. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you, I mean, right now, obviously, we're in very difficult economic times mm-hmm. with the whole pandemic thing and everything. Um, but I've been working really closely with a nonprofit whose mission I am very, very passionate about. And, you know, the org- the leader of the nonprofit, she tells me that she's part of a national organization that or a national group of nonprofit leaders. And every single day there are nonprofits that are going under and they can no longer afford to help the people that or the animals in some cases <laughs> um, that they're trying to help because no one's able to give them funding. No one's able to make donations to them because everyone's just trying to figure out how they can pay their own bills right now. Right. Um, so that's how the more choices come into into play. You can mm-hmm. you can literally do whatever you kind of want to do with your money. I mean, it is yours. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a beautiful thing. You don't have to have the same goals and dreams if you're like, ah, well, that's not me. It doesn't have to be you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'd love to help you accomplish yours. That's that's something. Um, but that that leads right into a, a little bit of a, to association. Yep. Uh, we we're talking about you know business partners and helping out other people. Um, who are you associating with? Who who are you hanging out with the most? People that have the best uh, for you? Um, do you have the best for them? You just need to ask yourself these kind of questions. Yeah, I think that's one of the big things that I really appreciated when I started my business was having this team of people that were so ambitious about achieving the best for their lives and the best for the lives of the people that they were working with. You know, I have never ever been around so many people that just wanted to lift everyone up around them. Mm -hmm. Um, I've spent a lot of time with people that did not have great intentions for me, (laughs) to say the least. A lot of people that, you know, they were totally fine just wasting their lives away, sitting on the couch, watching TV, doing drugs, you know, basically just going to work to pay the bills and nothing else like that. For a long time, I was in that and I felt like, is this all there is to life? Like I I wanted more for myself, but because of who I was constantly around, I didn't think that it was possible. I, I couldn't see it for myself. I couldn't see how it could happen. And when I got started with my business and I started to associate with all of these people that, you know, came from every background, every walk of life, and they were all kind of working together towards a common goal of helping everyone achieve more, helping everyone achieve success. It was it was like mind blowing to me and refreshing and refreshing. Yeah. To have even people who like all they knew about me was my first name, but they wanted to help me. They wanted to help me achieve my goals and they were willing to give their time to help me. And and the thing is, once you get that, you pass it on. It becomes a little bit of a a chain event. And I, I, I 
it's funny, but it's also kind of sad that people are like, oh, they're so crazy positive, it has to be a cult. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Like, you're talking about, because there's so much negative in the world that people mm-hmm. think that positivity, and you're just like, ooh, stay away from that, but you'll run to the negativity part. Yeah. It, it literally, it, we got it backwards here. Yeah. Should... Everyone's like, ooh, are you gossiping? <clears throat> ooh, are you talking crap about something or someone? Like, I want to join in. But right. if you're trying to be, you know, positive and uplifting, it's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, that's the that's the thing. If you have a whole team behind you that's positive and will keep you going even mm-hmm. when you're down, because you're gonna have those ups and downs. I mean, it, life life is life, yeah. and you're just gonna hit those ups and downs. Um, and uh, you know, you, you can't escape uh, deaths in the family. You can't escape mm-hmm. tragedies, like nothing like that. But at least you have somebody around you that will be there. Yeah. Um, just not even for business purposes. They'll be yeah. there with you just because something's going on in your life um, and it needs to be addressed and people mm-hmm. will be right behind you for it. So Yeah, and um, along the lines of the positivity thing, that's not to say that, you know, everyone is this creepy Stepford <laughs> person who, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> is always smiling and, like, no. chanting motivational poster <laughs> quotes at you. Like, no. you can do it. Come on. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're real people, so they'll talk to you like real people. But yeah. <laughs> they're not going to have this crazy look in their eye. There's definitely, you know, um, constructive criticism mm-hmm. and accountability. So if you're not doing something you should be doing or doing something you shouldn't be doing or you messed up, you know, they're they're quick to help correct you, but it's coming from a place of love and they're they're showing you how to make that correction or, you know, showing you how you can become better. It's not just, hey, you suck or <laughs> yeah. like always like, it's okay, it's fine. You're doing great even when you're doing nothing. Um, they're not gonna lie to you about it. Yeah, they're like you're not seeing something because you're not putting in the time of the yeah. work. They'll they'll point out where you're where it's kind of lacking at, and uh, but the thing is that's that's the beauty of it. It's always room to improve, and you should mm-hmm. always be improving um, each and every day. Yep. And that's that's what you want to be around is people who will tell you the truth, um, but comes from a place of love and not trying to bring you down. So that's the that's the fine balance there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, anything else there? No, I think we kind of covered. We covered of, a lot. Yeah, uh, we kind of got we went, off track a little bit, but that's we went okay. On a few tangents. Yeah, there, but, but I think it was good um, tangents, just to kind of get you thinking a little bit um, and kind of reflecting on what's going on in your life and ask you these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not trying to like downplay jobs or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Just know that, but I think they are a temporary bridge um, to get to the things that you want to get to. Yeah. If if you're willing to do it, you have to be willing to put in the work. Yep. Um, if you're not and you're comfortable where you're at, then that's fine. But if you want more, then there's more out there. Um, but other than that, that wraps up uh, episode numero tres. <laughs> that's right. Got a little bilingual. My dad would be so proud of him <laughs> for that little <laughs> sentence. Right. Uh, but other than that, guys, um, again, we have websites, uh, ethoslegion.com forward slash join. If you're thinking about joining our downline or there's an application page for that. Um, and then also our Instagram at ethos underscore legion. Um, and then we'll be on YouTube shortly with the podcast, but, um, you know, that will come, that'll come at a later date. All right, guys, y'all take care.